Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm James Ian McMillan. Wow! Hey, it's nice to see the real you. What do you guys think? I th- I like it. Yeah, didn't I see like that one coming, did you, smart asses? <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for drama? Yeah. <laughs> like, not gonna play your game, yeah. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to kick up some drama right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Sarah, do you hear what Ashley said about you? Oh, my God. She's like, such the a biggest butt. bitch. Hey, Ashley, do you hear what Sarah said about you? Oh, my you? God. Did you see what she was wearing? James oh. is such an idiot. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> nope, I agree with that statement. Gosh, yes. dang it. Ditto. Dang it. Uh, How you doing? Doing good. We had a good time at the beach the other day with you. Yes, and I was there. Yes. <laughs> you and you were there. Oh, and- what? And you were there. And you were there. <laughs> And Kate and Morgan. Kate and Morgan. Um, well, let's talk about that a little bit because before we get into our weather update, mm-hmm. we're, we have to cover the weather one more time here. I'm sure all y'all heard about it because it made it in like national news. We had the craziest heat wave of all time here. Yeah. Literally of all time. Record breaking. Yeah. 117 Fifth. degrees in Salem. Oh, oh my, my God. God, that's insane! Yeah. I heard uh, PDX got at 116. Yeah, it, it was, was 115 here in Beaverton, and so we escaped and went to Cannon yes. Beach, Oregon, and it was 66. I think was at the, the highest. High. Yeah, it was windy and cloudy, cloudy. and cold. Yeah, like, we were wearing I was, windbreakers. I was cold I know the whole day. I was just a little totally. bit cold. 50 degree spread. How mm-hmm. crazy is that? And then the day, like day or two before, it was about 85 upwards to 90 degrees with no breeze at the coast right if any of you have been to the oregon coast you know how insane that is yes that's why we call it the coast and not the beach nobody lays out there's pine trees on the there were thousands of people thousands everyone like everyone biggest traffic jam ever to get there and back yeah my god everyone from the valley was like we are dipping out of here and heading to the beach and we were among the hordes i mean how crazy was that heat it the, was stupid. Yeah, it, it was like the desert. Yeah, California. And our power went out in the middle of it. Oh man, it was said so that. funny. Oh, I, it was like six o'clock, so it was not cooling down yet. No, but it was like I'm sitting upstairs, just enjoying the AC and yeah. screwing oh. around on my phone. Yeah, and Kate's downstairs watching something, and I can hear it. And then suddenly, all the lights go out, and the <clears> TV <throat> goes out, and she just goes, "Mom." <laughs> and I just started yelling, no! no! <laughs> <laughs> oh it was only God. out for an hour, but I'm such a baby, and she's such a baby. Her immediate reaction is, I'm leaving. She <laughs> went to her friend her. Kylie's house and her. hung out there until like 1030 at night. Yeah, She's just like, I'm not staying here. You're <laughs> on kid. your own, mom. Bye, mom. Sweat it out. Yeah, loser. and immediately, both of the older kids come home from wherever they were yeah. and open the fridge. And they're oh, like, guys, course. stop opening the fridge. <laughs> We don't know how long the power is going to be out, and we cannot afford to lose everything I just bought. Hey, are they kind of the worst? Yeah. Com- like, compared to Kate, uh, oh. is Kate more, does she, like, pick up after herself and, and no. stuff like that more? No. no? Okay. No. Well, well, at least at least they got that going Lauren is by far the neatest. Okay. Okay. I would figure. Uh, Hayden is by far the chillest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, Kate's just the funniest. Kate's just a monster. She's... She's 13, so she can get away with more. Yeah. But, oh, she yeah. was cracking me up at the beach. 
Yeah, she's hilarious. Snarky. She's she like spitting at the ocean because it touched her. Yeah, <laughs> she's a spaz in the best kind of ways. She's um, she's like funny kid. It's it's weird because she's growing into herself, but she's reverting back to not caring so much about being cool. Right. And that's the best time. Yep. You start, you're like, I don't really care anymore. When we started this podcast, you were in mourning. Oh, man. You were like, oh, I miss little Katie when she was so fun. She was so great. I was like, just hang on. Just Just hang hang on. on. It's going to get even better. We could go back to like episode three and I bet we're talking about that. Oh, yeah. She is back. Totally. That was a quick turnaround. Yeah. She's good times. The last two times I've seen her, she goes, we're going to D-Land to (laughs) (laughs) D-Land. Yes. <laughs> well, well, so speaking of the weather, yeah, it's just in. It is currently seventy-seven and cloudy at not Disneyland, and it is seventy-eight and sunny at Disneyland. It was supposed to reach eighty-eight, and it didn't. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's been cloudy Wednesday. all day. Yeah, today recording, it's Wednesday here on Wednesday. M- Wednesday, as my Wednesday. dad would say, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> On <laughs> uh, Monday, it was 115 degrees. And it's 77 now. Huh? Huh? What? Cloudy? Yeah, we were uh, in the top five hottest records. Of all time. Of all. so the, Of any city, right? Yeah, it's like major U.S. cities. Mm-hmm. They had a list of the top heats. Right. So like. I can use words. I'm heats. smart. I like yeah, that. Top heats. The top heats. I, I like that. I just top let it, let top U.S. heats. <laughs> In the city. So, like, Death Valley, for example, has the highest recorded temperature of all time at 130 plus. Yeah. yeah. God. And it was, like, in the 40s or something crazy. Um, But that's not a city. That's literally the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But for a city, a U.S. actual city, now we made it to the top five. I remember my... How is that possible? My brother-in-law, Lucas, was in... I guess he was in Iraq um, on duty. Yeah. And had to wear all his full gear right and it was 130 degrees no nope yeah like i can't even picture how hot that would feel right like carrying all that gear and wearing full (sighs) all of his fatigues or whatever you call them and also with the threat of combat right yeah it's not it's not just we're we're doing some drills with all this heavy gear that would suck enough yeah they were like taking oh naps God. under their jeeps right. in the desert. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just full exposure. It's there's no shade. Holy crap! Yeah, that's insane. All right. Tonight we are celebrating the 32nd birthday for Splash Mountain. Happy 30 birthday! Second. Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to ya. I got a fucking beat, yeah. I went from down to upbeat. Happy birthday back to down. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Professional drummer right there. Let's keep that in. So yeah, July 17, 1989. Dude. I was almost nine. No, I had just turned nine. (laughs) I had to remember when my Uh, actual birthday was. Yeah, you had just turned nine. Yeah. I had just so nine. Do you remember being there when that was happening? No. Sure don't. Hey, have you got I don't know if you have this on here, Ash. The the commercial for oh, Splash oh. Mountain. Hilarious. I don't have it on here, but Let's yes. Let's post that. Yo, yeah. We gotta post that. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. It's wacky. <laughs> it's so 
eighties, nineties, wacky. It's like white Nickelodeon kids rapping. Yeah. and yeah. like in living color. The rapping about Splash Mountain. Oh my god. Thanks, Eisner. Dude, what a what a wacky ride. I mean, the whole thing has just been like a fever dream. Like, what is this? For so long as a kid, I didn't know the story. Right. Why would you? Yeah. It's very strange. I was terrified to go on it. I didn't go on it as a kid at all. Oh, I think yeah. the first time I went on it, I was 15. And it was on a band trip. <laughs> and I so think you couldn't I chicken out. You were with your peers. My so you didn't, we didn't go on it as little kids. Heck no, we didn't. With mom and dad. Yeah, mom, no, <laughs> no way. No. no. Yeah, if you really think about our early Disneyland It was time, Fantasyland. Yeah, we were... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, well, there's a lot to be said about Splash Mountain, and I'm sure other people have tackled it in better ways, but we're just kind of going to celebrate the, the beautiful Splash Mountain. Yeah, in our own way. We'll go over some of the history. I've got some fun stuff that I dug up. Cute. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. And then we can talk about the planned re-theme to The Princess and the Frog, which we're super stoked about. So excited. So stoked. And then we'll have a little game time. Okay. Sounds brilliant. All right. Splashy Mountain. Splashy. So in the early 80s, Bear Country. Yeah. That's what it was. Not Critter Country. Nope. Nope. Bear, Bear Country. Okay was not pulling its weight at the park. Oh, you don't say? No. <laughs> <laughs> huh. It was a one-attraction land at a dead-end section of the park. Wait, what was the attraction? Country, Country Bear, Bear Jamboree. Jamboree. Oh, right. Okay. That makes sense. And it was starting to blood. really show its age. Blood. Hilariously, that <laughs> That's is... That's all I ever think was blood. Still true. That whole area. Right. Yeah. Showing oh. its age, uh-huh. dead-end. Critter Country. What are you doing? You right. gotta kick rocks. We've, we've had enough. <laughs> We've had enough. I'd say it's been a good run, but it hasn't. So, <laughs> gotta go. Just as long as they don't get rid of that uh, peanut butter graham cracker delightful oh, yeah. thing that's that, at the oh. Winnie the Pooh That shop. little candy shop, it, I mean, I think it's probably my favorite of all the, the candy sweet shops. Yeah. And it's just kind of tucked in the corner there. It's, it's hidden, great. and you can get almost everything that's available in the park. There. Yeah, curious, I mean, curious to see what I'm they do. I'm full of crap. I don't know if you can get everything. There's but you a lot can of get, stuff. You can get tons of stuff. Tons. Fudge. Fudge. Blood. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, setting the scene. It's the early right. 80s. Okay. Bear Country sucks. Okay. Yes. Disneyland is popular with young kids and their parents, but the teens are not having any of it. Oh, you don't say? No. They don't like Bear Country. <laughs> no. <laughs> So Disneyland's thought process is that they need to add more thrill rides to the parks to get the teens, the hip teens, right. to come and jam at the park. Right. So they is this right. and the 80s dance party that they decided oh, to have. Yes. Yeah. Videopolis. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Dude, we, we got to do a deep dive on that one. Videopolis. So they thought about a log flume being a potential solution, but... The Imagineers weren't sold on it at first because log flumes of the time were overly simplistic, basically only had one big drop, one big splash, right, and was not up to the snuff of the rest of the park. Right. So they had a potential solution was to plus it up by adding in a familiar storyline with characters that would fit the general bear country aesthetic. Mm-hmm. 
So it's 1983, and America Sings. Zero is born, best year of all time. No, it's not that good. Okay. <laughs> probably right. So America Sings at this point uh, is the so America Sings is the bicentennial celebration attraction featuring animatronic animals singing patriotic songs. Mm. It was showing its age and had reached the end of its tenure at the park. Mm-hmm. Potential resource there. Yeah, they definitely uh, went and scavenged. That, yeah, that attraction. A whole lot of robots. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so the a whole whole bunch, an army of robots. Uh, so America Sings had over or about a hundred audio animatronics that could be repurposed. I'm sorry, I just have flow. to interrupt here. I just pictured when you go into Rise and all of those stormtroopers standing there. Now picture them bears. Oh, oh, my God. an army of robots, but they're bears. Sounds terrifying. Do I they still have their it. guns? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, while we're on the robot thing and animatronics and engineering and stuff, do you remember the band Captured by Robots? Yes. Do you remember this, Sarah? Mm-mm. It's like early 2000s. There's some psycho guy, my punk rocker guy, that was an Imagineer for Disney. Right, I forgot that okay. part. That's the, that's the story. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I was always told. And he made a band of robots. So he, he would tour. And it was a touring band. Yeah. He would, and it was like crappy dive bars. He'd play like Burbotties and the Astro. Okay. Like really terrible, yeah. terrible places. But he toured around the country, even the world. And it was him playing awful, like dirt punk rock with like country bear jamboree type bears and, and programmed to play different parts playing like you know three neck guitars and wacky robot drummer guy oh my god! but gosh. they're actually doing things right like ding 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 like hitting with little yeah paddles and what's s- the band called captured by robots and his and the whole like he had this whole story he would come out and it, it was like He's being kidnapped by these robots, uh-huh. and they were forcing him to play or something. Oh my god! It was wild. It was that sounds uncomfortable and hilarious. It was both that. Yeah. It was the uncomfortable, like, oh, this guy's crazy. Yes. He's a crazy person. Right. Like the early Robin Williams, uh-huh. where you're like, oh, this is really funny, but he's—I don't know what he's saying. He's I, just crazy, and I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah. Right. At any moment, he Anything could just could like happen. take his pants off or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, but you sit in it long enough, and you're like. Oh, maybe he's a genius. Right. Maybe there's a bit of that going on. <laughs> so anyway, Ash, you got to keep me on track. Sorry. That's yeah. Fine. Captured by robots. Okay. Yeah. And I also would like to do a brief shout out, a media wreck, if you will, to the episode of The Simpsons where they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Yes. And they take pictures of them. You're not supposed to do flash photography to the animatronics. <laughs> That's right. So they, they go haywire and they start trying to kill everyone. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> Back to oh, flumes. the yes. flumes. They could use these 100 audio animatronics uh, at this new log flume attraction. Mm. So at the time, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, and Br'er Bear were already characters that you could see walking around Disneyland. Okay. They were oh, just part that. of the Disneyland world. Okay. I did not know Makes that. sense, because uh, this Song of the South came out in 1946. And it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah, was, um, I think, was Zippity Doodah 
that was already a big deal for the company, right? That was like a the song. Yeah, Zippity it was like Doo is the song from Song of the South. Yeah, right. But I'm yeah. saying that they use that music pretty often for the Disney company prior oh. to Splash Mountain. Probably. I think I'm right on that. It sound. I mean, it's a good. They yeah. had the they had the mascots walking around, so yeah, I don't right. see why not. So they've been there for decades at that point. So they were familiar characters to the guests. And at one point, Imagineer Tony Baxter had the idea to use Song of the South as the inspiration for the new attraction storyline. Uh, reportedly, he came up with the idea while stuck in his car during rush hour traffic in 1983. Interesting. <laughs> I like to think that he's just like, what am I going to do yeah. with this place? <laughs> so... In 1984, brand new Disney CEO Michael Eisner was pitched on this project. He famously brought his teenage son to help him evaluate the pitch, as well as other design aspects for the parks to get that cool kid perspective, oh, yeah, you know? The radical perspective. Rad. Cool. Tubular. Tubular. Kid gave his thumbs up, and so did Eisner. The project was originally thought to be called Zippity River Run, but Eisner did not like this. You don't say. He instead opted for Splash Mountain for two reasons. Oh, that's right! One... remembered one of the reasons. Yeah. One is to tie it in better with the other Disneyland mountains, which makes sense. So, like, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain. Uh Yep. But honestly, Disney was working on a live-action movie called Splash... (laughs) That Eisner wanted to see integrated into the attraction in some way. So freaking nuts. Dude, Eisner no. And also, I'm sorry, there's nothing about that attraction that has nothing. anything to do with mermaids. No. no. Well, he apparently he, he wanted, wanted it to. Too. He wanted to have something to do Ew. with... Can you yeah. imagine that? Just like a Daryl Hannah <laughs> animatronic. What? Tom yeah. Hanks and Daryl Hannah. At this point, yeah, Song of the South wasn't officially going to be the like inspiration for it okay so he's like let's make it all about the movie splash (laughs) so imagineers being the geniuses that they are just kind of i think they just outweighed him on that because there were other projects they were working on like star wars was something Mm -hmm. they were working on yeah so they're just like oh let's just look over here look over here and then they ended up right steering him away um to what it is now Thank God. It would have been like God. a Captain EO situation. Yes. Where everyone looked back and went, huh? Huh? I'm pretty sure that that was one of the things that they were distracted by. Like oh, that was like Captain a hot EO. ticket yeah. item. Yeah. The whole era was so zany, so yeah. bizarre. God, Eisner sucked. He just sucked. He was the worst. Hot take. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Dude. I have no opinion on Michael Eisner. He, well, he was like Euro Disney. Yeah. He was... California Adventure before it came great. Mm-hmm. That's um, uh, uh, Bob Iger, right? The last CEO who's still sort of involved. He's the one that made everything great again. Yes, like he is the best. Yeah, the original California Adventure was Sucked. sad. It was barely Disney at all. Yeah, it almost nothing to do with Disney. Um, yeah, and he. I mean, just a lot of his ideas were so silly. <laughs> Splash! What? Yeah, Splash! Tom Hanks Mountain. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that would have been... I am yeah, a little bit okay with that. Better than Splash the Movie Mountain. Yeah. So, a few Splash Mountain fun facts. It has a total of 103 audio animatronics characters. Okay. The climax is a high-speed 52-foot flume drop at a 45-degree angle. 
Oh. Uh, when it opened in 1989, it was the longest flume shoot in the world. Wow. So there's a long one now? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> the project cost about $75 million. It's nothing in 89. <laughs> I don't know why I have to press for the 89. Probably still a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. There are, are three versions of Splash Mountain. One at Disneyland's Critter Country, one in Magic Kingdom's Frontierland, and another at Tokyo Disneyland's Critter Country. All three of them have the same drop of about 52 and a half feet. And there are around 950,000 gallons of water on Magic Kingdom Splash Mountain. Wow. I hear that, so Magic Kingdom and Tokyo, I think they are exactly the same ride, layout-wise. They are. They're mirror opposite, though. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I but will they have say, I like the Magic better. Kingdom splash better. Yeah. A little more drops. Um, it, yeah, I think there was more drop, but it was also nice that you sit side by side instead of, like, yeah. bobsled. They had a few of those, like, Space Mountain was a side by side, which I actually don't like as much. I like No, it, it was the other way around. Yeah, it was single. We have it side by side. Yeah. Oh, we have it side. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You liked it single? Maybe I, I, maybe I was thinking that. No, because I don't like whatever it was at Walt Disney World. Yeah. So that was single? Yes. Oh, for okay. space. I, I like space when you can, like, look yeah, at each okay, other. Yeah, that's, okay, that's what it is. <laughs> and do stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. faces at the camera together. <laughs> right. But, okay. yeah, Splash okay. is better side by side. Yeah. I think. I think so, too. And it was just a seat instead of, like, having to straddle a yep. wet log. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about it was better. Yeah. More vibrant, the the characters and everything. It seemed a little newer and fresher. Yeah, because it was. Right. They weren't quite as reused. <laughs> Very reused. <laughs> so, for the transition, we don't really know when exactly it's going to be to the Princess and the Frog. Okay. Disneyland will for sure be happening first. Mm-hmm. So what I heard about that, mm-hmm. the, the transition is that they're, you know how they shut it down in the winter anyway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they'll shut it down around end of January, early February. Right. And then it'll stay shut down for over a year. Yeah. yeah. I, and they're likely going to start this coming winter. winter right. Of I think that that's probably the most likely. And everything I saw said about a year and a half to two years for the total transformation at each park. Yeah. Uh, according to the Disney cast YouTube channel, mm-hmm. DSNY, which mm-hmm. I highly recommend. Yeah, I just watched yeah okay. w- the newest video about that. Yeah, that's where I'm getting that from. Yeah. <clears throat> Other people speculated that maybe it would be 2023, like Walt Disney World. Right. A little uh, ways out. And that if you can, if you want to get in there, you can still see it through maybe, maybe mid-2022. So are we talking about... The Princess and the Frog transition now? Yeah. Um, oh, the only other thing I was going to say is that Tokyo, I don't know I don't know if the transformation is going to happen. I think oh. it might stay. Oh, I heard. Yeah. Apparently Tokyo Disney, it's, it's Disney. It's mm-hmm. owned and operated and like procedures by Disney, but it's, it's owned by a different company. Oriental Land Company. Yeah. Interesting. And they don't want to change it. Okay. So... They know. also don't have as much a reason to change it. First right. of all, culturally, it's not as big of a problem. Right. And yeah. secondly, it's like the only attraction in its own land. And it's like everything's built around it. Yeah. yeah. So it would be a bigger deal to well, do that. Okay. So that reminds me what I was going to say is at Magic Kingdom, they kind of have a, a problem. I'm, I'm curious how they're going to do it. 
because it's at Frontierland uh-huh. mm-hmm. in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. That's a little... That's much weirder. Like, the Princess and the Frog at New yeah. Orleans. Yep. Early, well, because they don't have a New Orleans square right. there. They don't. Their yeah, haunted it's... mansion is off somewhere else, and Pirates is... I don't even... I can't even picture where the heck Pirates is. Oh, Pirates, it's Pirates is over by Aladdin, Adventureland, yeah. right, which their yeah. Adventureland rules. It's yeah, huge. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, whereas, so Disneyland, I'm just, we're all three of us are very excited for the, the transition. All three of us are also going to miss Splash Mountain. We grew up with it. It's great. We love it. It's zany. It's ridiculous. But I am far more excited than I am bummed. Absolutely. And yeah. we so Ash and I just rewatched The Princess and the Frog, which we thank Sarah for introducing us to and making us finally watch that. And now that I've watched a few times, I know that that's a one of my favorite Disney movies of all time, mm-hmm. and B, it is so made for Disneyland. Mm-hmm. The movie has specific references to Disneyland. It has references to New Orleans Square. If right. you pay attention, yeah. it's made for Disneyland. It's Opposite. made to be turned into yes. Disneyland yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Totally. it's made from oh, Disneyland, yeah. not for Tiana's, Is it Tiana's place? Yes, palace needs yeah. to be a restaurant. Yeah, needs oh, to palace. Be. I mean, she's a cook. The whole right. point, like, it just goes yeah. so well. They talk about gumbo and beignets. Do you think of how I mean, special New Orleans Square is going to be from? If you start at like Pirates, which I is that technically considered New Orleans Square? Yeah. Okay. You start there. The whole actual New Orleans city center yep. area, the little lanes. You get lost in those shops, and then obviously a transition to Haunted Mansion. This rundown like Bayou Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion. You just keep going into this. Bayou, New Orleans, um, like 1920s vibe attraction. Yep. And we don't know what that's going to look like. I can't freaking wait. It's I so really excited. hope the oh outside changes completely yes. too. Like if they just keep it looking like yeah. Splash Mountain and the whole inside is Princess and the Frog, that'll be pretty disappointing. Pretty disappointing. Yeah. I agree. I don't know what they'll do to make it look different, either. but I think it's going to be cool. I mean, they could do a lot. They could put... Um, What's her name? The the lady you love that lives in a boat in the Mama tree. Mama Odie. Oh, yeah. They yes. could put her house on a tree uh-huh. somewhere uh-huh. up there. Yeah, they just have to make everything more moss and ferns. Yeah. And, yeah. Like Pull in old some man's beard. Pandora vibes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Pandora vibes. Yeah. Oh, totally. right. Yes. Oh, ooh. Yes. Maybe even the, the walk up could be heavily themed. Yep. Yeah. Because that queue at Splash Mountain is actually pretty cool. Yeah. You're in like this, you feel like you're in the middle of a mountain. Mm-hmm. So if they theme that out, I mean, the whole, and so for anyone that doesn't really get it, you have to watch the movie at least once, but I recommend doing a few passes because then you're going to start understanding this whole story from the time you get on whatever attraction vehicle they, des- they decide, which I think we all collectively hope it's not a log. That doesn't really make it sense. It doesn't make sense for it to be a log, but no. it is a log flume ride. They might just repurpose so, it. So my guess is it'll still be. Oh, a log. Oh, because it's so narrow. Yeah. Right. Because we knows, were wondering. Though? I mean, if it's taking them that long to redo it, maybe they're completely redoing it. Well, because there's a Something lot of scenes more like where pirates, they're on, maybe. like yeah. a right, like a rowboat, like right. this bayou, you know, kinda, a raft, a raft. Yeah, exactly. that's what I was imagining. Yeah. Oh, I mean, think of the whole Please story. Let there be, like. Talking frogs. Talking oh, yeah. frogs. The, all the music and, and this Fireflies. alligator playing 
trumpet, fireflies. You're gonna, oh. you know, you're gonna go through it. It's gonna be dark, and there's gonna yep. be fireflies everywhere. Oh, my and God, there's gonna be an alligator playing. Yeah, man. Or, is he an alligator or a crocodile? Gator. He's a gator. gator. He's, He's a, a gator. gator. Playing and trumpet. He plays. He's yeah. Big belly. Brass sweet. band. Yep. Oh. It's Reptiles. so Disney. It's so it's so Disney. I have man. a list of all the things that I want to see, and you know, all of that's in there. Uh, I want to see the mangrove trees and the fireflies mm-hmm. doing yep. their doing their thing. Uh, Facilier. Mm-hmm. I want to see him doing friends on the other side. H- yes. Who is who's Facilier? He's the, the villain. Voodoo. The bad villain. guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The shadow man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh right. All the like. Oh. Creepy, almost nightmare Shadow, before like Christmas. Haunted mansion-y. Oh, I haunted hope they man- make oh it go through a cemetery. Yes. All totally. of that stuff. Yeah. The New Orleans above ground cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the story, it's just so good for an attraction. And this is, I think it's like a really genius forward-thinking way for Disney to handle this, to use a word of today, problematic attraction. Mm-hmm. And there you go. I mean, what's not to love? Yeah. yeah, you it's, know times are changing. Get on, have fun with it. Don't fight it. There is so much potential in that space, oh, yeah, and God, there's so yeah. much potential in that movie that they they can't really go wrong. And by the way, I, I am I, I think you guys know this. The audience listening has probably picked up on my own personality. I am saying none of this from a, a viewpoint of wokeism, or I'm not trying to like get on the right side of history here, man. I genuinely feel this way about this movie and about this being a great attraction. I am saying that's it from what I'm saying. Both of those places. Well, I yes. I am too, but yes. that's not what I'm pulling it right. from. That's no. not the you're you know not what I mean? trying to justify it. Exactly. Yeah, I that's get it. That's a good way to put I get it. it. That's a better way to yep. put it. It it needs to happen. It needs to and happen. It's gonna be so much better. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, they didn't they didn't phone it in. Well, and also, I mean this this attraction was built in 1989. Yeah. Things have developed since 1989. Heck yeah. We have so much new technology that's being put into other rides. I will say, I really hope they don't pull any of that 3D crap. I no. Know. I really, really hope. I mean, I, I would agree. be okay with it if it's like the Minnie and Mickey scenes. Railway oh, thing. Oh, right, right. Where it like maybe, you know. Where it's you, impressive. There's a screen that it feels like you're doing something that you're not doing. Right. It genuinely like, feels like it. That, yeah. I mean, that ride kicks so butt. Good. Yeah. So excited for that. Couple years, yeah, yeah. I want to see Mama Odie with her cathedral of colorful glass bottles. Yes, and her pet snake. Please. Yes, her snake. And Lewis, and he's Lewis and his band can play on the riverboat at the end. I Dude. mean, like you could literally keep that as like a yep. little wink. It's, and all the little animals at the end—they're all looking. Yeah. I mean, it's they so can Disney. Keep that ship or boat yeah. or whatever the heck it's right. called. Right, right. Yeah, is stern wheel? Nope. Uh, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, at the end. Where, right. where you get stuck, you know? Yeah, where wheel. you're yeah, always stuck and freezing. Yeah, it's like a paddle boat. There you wheeler. go. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah pa- paddle boat. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Hungry Bear, get out. Tiana, Tiana's get Palace. Mm-hmm. There you go. Get yeah. out of there. And then, sorry, Pooh, but you're evicted. I, yeah. I would love to, to see you. it at Fantasy. It should have always been at Fantasyland. I don't want to lose the poo ride. I don't either. No, I know. I love him. I think a lot of people feel the same way. I. It's a joke of a ride. Yeah. Don't I, get me wrong. It is the. Uh, I think I'm right on this that it's the least um, pop. Or it's yeah, the least popular ride in Disneyland as far as people going on it. Mm-hmm. 
people will tell you they love it whenever time this topic I go comes on up it every single time yep right because it's a walk-on but the yes. numbers say it because it's just I in know. this weird corner across from this giant attraction right so i i don't know <laughs> my guess is that won't last i don't know the test of time right and especially if the disney ford thing actually goes through because the the assumption is that's where the gate will open to a new land, mm-hmm. and that's just too much. That's too much yep. for it to compete with. Yeah. There's just nothing like anchoring it to that spot anymore. That's true. Unless I don't know. I mean, I guess they could they could dress it up. Could could there be like a no? Because that's like a it's a very specific theme, isn't it, mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh? Well, it really doesn't belong there in New Orleans Square. Nope. Yeah. But it could belong over like Toontown, Fantasyland, somewhere around there. Or even DCA. I mean, yeah, that's what they did at Magic Kingdom is they got rid of Mr. Toad. Um, They better not do that because I'll lose my mind. Yeah. But they got rid of Mr. Toad and put Winnie the Pooh there. That's you just remind me of something. We were talking about this ride was made in 1989. There's better technology since then. We're very aware of the dichotomy that, like, we're con- we're contradicting oh, yeah. that we also love the opening day attractions. Oh yeah, Mr. Toad and Peter Pan and the cardboard walls. Yeah, I like, love it. Small World and Pirates, technically <laughs> that was an open day, but flaps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we get that you want things to. Disneyland is supposed to never change and constantly change at the same time, mm-hmm. and. You gotta know that. Yeah. You're not a true Disneyland fan if you don't accept both of those at the same time. Right. You can't just be the conservative guy that never wants to change. Because that's not, that's never been Walt's vision There's ever. There's certain things that can't go. And Mr. That's Toad right. is one of them. I agree. It would make me so sad. And Splash Mountain, sorry to say. Not one of them. It's not one of them. No. It never has been. No. But for any of you doubters out there, if you are a Disneyland fanatic, as we are, and you have not seen The Princess and the Frog, yeah. you, must, you must, first of all. Especially you if you're must. hesitant and yes. resistant to the change at all and yes. you haven't seen this movie. Yes. Please do it with an open mind. Yep. Yes. And I'm just going to, I have a list of what we were listing off last night when we were watching the movie again. is Why it's the most Disneyland movie that Disney has ever released. Okay, here we go. It features New Orleans Square. Yep. And setting, um, Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. beignets, all these things you find in the park. It has Blue Bayou vibes. Mm-hmm. Major. And it has a, a Pirates of the Caribbean Swamp Bayou ride yes. with the fireflies, mm-hmm. just like that. Brilliant. Uh, the princess themes, Lottie with her big princess dresses oh, yes. and her fairy tales. So much merchandise and theming just yep. there alone. Mama Odie's boat in a tree is very Swiss Family Robinson slash Tarzan treehouse. Totally. The lighting in her like cathedral lighting mm-hmm. is super teacups aesthetic. Okay. Same, same colors. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Facilier and his scenes are super Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. and yep. often Haunted Mansion-y vibes too. Halloween-y, which is very big at Disneyland. Yep. Uh, lots of Jungle Book vibes. I think Lewis is basically Baloo. Yeah, uh, totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> this big friendly predator, but he's a nice guy and he yeah. plays trumpet. It's yeah, adorable. he's super sweet. Um, the riverboat in the movie looks just like the Mark Twain riverboat. Just mm-hmm. like it. Fits right in there. Yep. Uh, the movie has fireworks, Mardi Gras parade floats, so very reminiscent of Main Street parades and yes. the nightly fireworks. Yes. 
there's a costume party that they have in the movie that has all of these recognizable character costumes. And the streetcar that Tiana rides to work and home is very red car trolley mm-hmm. DCA. That's mm-hmm. right. Well, and yeah, it's 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 Walt's favorite era. It was like yep. the turn of the century, early 1900s. That's clearly the time period that he's obsessed with because that's when he grew up. So it is very Disney. It's very Walt Disney specific. Yeah. He would have loved this story. He would have yeah. loved it. Dapper days, man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's that's our pitch. Not, not only are we pitching and being like pro this being renovated from Splash Mountain to this attraction, we're saying expand New Orleans Square to have a lot yeah, of this theme. Make it bigger. Restaurants, yeah. gift shops, go for it. It's all there for you. Mm-hmm. And it fits so good with New Orleans Square, which is clearly one of the best corners. Okay, the fine. Winnie the Pooh can go. Yay! I know, right? I mean... if. There you go. A little beignet princess in the frog corner or like a little, yeah. oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. I'm down. Well, I think uh, you know, one last thing I want to say about how it like fits so well for Disneyland is that you can't say that for, for a lot of these Disney slash Pixar movies that we all love. You know, we always talk about how great a Wally attraction would be at Tomorrowland. We're right. It would. <laughs> yeah. First of all, we're right. But it's not specific to Disneyland. No. We're just saying that because we think it'd be rad. Yeah. It it would it fit and we love it, so we want it. Right. But right. this is and just... And we're right. And, and we are right. Most it importantly, we're right. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, this is specifically yeah, or Disneyland. Even, even uh, Moana or Lilo and Stitch. These are all great Disney movies that are themed great and they have a place in the parks for sure. But they're not like specific to it right. in the way that this story is. Mm-hmm. So yes. yeah, like you said, that's our, that's our, what'd you say, our pitch? That's our pitch. Yeah, that's our story, and we're sticking to it. Alrighty, we have some things to recommend to you, our faithful listeners. Yes. I'm gonna go first because I'm greedy. Go for and it. And if I wait greedy. too long, I'll forget what I was gonna say. Oh yeah. Oh, um, and also, we're not gonna do a game time because we talk too much. Yeah. We actually have a scheduled interview with a very kind podcast standby. We'll let you know what that's all about. Well, yep. Yep. It was yep. In like ten minutes. Go, Sarah. Uh, Luca. Oh, I haven't seen it uh, yet. I watched it this morning with Kate, and it is amazing oh that's so good here so is it free on disney plus yep oh that's so great it is streaming right now for free on disney plus so for the listeners if you've been listening to the show for a while that's specific to sarah's family lauren her oldest child Mm -hmm. lived in studied abroad and lived in italy Mm -hmm. like the whole so it's kind of part of your family yeah i bet that was amazing it was great too because so they use a bunch of italian words and i knew them oh that's so it was pretty cute but yeah, oh, it's, it's really cute. It's just the story of these two sea monster boys right. who come out onto land and they change into human looking boys and no one knows that they're sea monsters. Oh, okay. <laughs> so and, they're trying to hide their identity. Kind right. Of and it's just, oh, I will not brilliant. give anything okay. away, okay. but it's adorable. Their friendship is adorable. I, I mean, Kate and I just kept saying, oh my God, they're so cute. They're so cute. Is there um... also Maya Rudolph plays the mom and Jim Gaffigan Aww. plays the dad? Oh, great! It's so good. I was like, who are those voices? I could not, for the life of me, place it. Sarah, without ruining the story, is there a pride thing to the story that I'm missing? There's talk of that, but I was not picking okay. that up. I okay. mean, just maybe, the whole like being just, yourself and coming out. It's There's got to be some boys 
who are they love each other gotcha they become best friends and they love each other but it's not sexual or like romantic feeling to me anyway got it but cool all right very quickly i've been obsessed with quentin tarantino all over again he recently was on the joe rogan podcast three hour discussion interview highly recommend it if you love movies i just revisit his stuff I'm just totally obsessed, and my specific recommendation is Kill Bill 1 and 2, because it really is one movie. Mm-hmm. He made it as one movie and really says two. Uh, just so fun and like violent in the best kind of ways. Super funny. The best pulpy. Quint- it's him at his best, and you get like seven movies in one, because all of, all of the, uh, the seven deadly vipers that she goes and kills... It's like a, it, it's its own subgenre exploitation action movie within itself. Right. You get the like martial arts movie, the Western, the high paced action with muscle cars. You get it all in, the, in these movies. Highly recommend it. Check it out. Haven't seen it since it came out. What? And I need to remedy that. Well, it had yeah. been years for me at yeah. least. So, yeah. Loved like I've it. I've seen each of them once. Yeah. Oh, dude, go, go. And I go love for Tarantino. It. So. They're all free right now. Check oh, it out. Okay. Yeah. And then there's me that's like ragingly annoying saying all of the dialogue the entire time. <laughs> it's like watching Shawshank with this one over here is a nightmare. How I am with Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah. And Big Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's like Nacho your Libre. Movie. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Well, my animal hero of the week is a capybara named Jojo, Aww. who is serving as a foster parent for a group of husky pups whose mother was unable to care for them. What? Here's here's Jojo. I'm showing them this. a video <gasps> of Jojo My. being the foster parent for these husky puppies. He's so big. He's a big boy. How big are those? What are they called? Capybara. Cap- capybara? I'm Irish and white. What? What is it? Capybara. Capybara? 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 Sure. I don't know. They're so cute. I think it's a lot like, what was the word I was just, uh, Iraq. Right. Iraq. Iraq. I think they're probably all correct. We saw them. Oh, look at the snout on Argentina. Remember they were at the zoo in Argentina. That's right. I love them. He's amazing and I love him. And he's my hero. Yep. And I will, of course, add it to our recommended content. Say it now. What's the handle? Blast it. Oh, sorry. It's not Instagram. It's on Reddit. Oh, got it. Got it. I will say to follow Daily Capybaras. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. On Instagram. It's good stuff. And I just saw a meme that showed two capybaras kissing. And it said it looked like Post Malone's mustache. (laughs) Posted Post Malone. (laughs) And it looks exactly like two of them kissing on his upper lip. It's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm following them now. His mustache is rough. Yeah. It's a little rough. Okay, and to wrap this show up, one of the main reasons we also did Splash Mountain today and covered that, other than its birthday, was Dynamite Goat Trading Co., our little apparel company, for those who are new or don't know. We have a new design coming out that, uh, we'll just say, is heavily influenced by this, that kind of thing. Yeah. uh, Gotta give a shout out to uh, Amy Carlson. Yeah, what a great concept. She came up with this idea, and then Ashley ran with it, and it is insanely good. Very cool. And I think now's the time to celebrate this attraction and go all in, uh, because it's not going to be here forever. Yep. Soon, it will be the way of the dodo, as they say. So, do they? 
I say it, as apparently. they say. I've and never said it before. The way of the dodo also is us because we're leaving now. So yes, yeah. we are. All right. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See, See you, you real, real soon. soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.